0: If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Love those dudes. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Gosh, it's probably been... This might be my eighth season talking about betting here on the Even Money podcast with my boy, Steve Fezzik, who is off this week. We've got some travel issues. So I am joined today by my buddy, Simon Hunter from Philly, another Philly guy. Check him out on social media at Simon Hunter NFL. He's co host of the favorites pod. On Action Network, you need to follow him on social media. It's how you know everything he's always got going on. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We, of course, are always available on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And then what you need to do is follow at Ross Tucker Pod. So when we post the new Ross Tucker football podcast or Fantasy Feast or whatever, you see immediately when it's posted and you get the highlight clips, the best clips uh, two or three clips, maybe from each of the other shows. Simon, what's up, man? How are you?
1: Good, brother. Just I'm an anxious guy at this time of year. I'm just getting ready for football. All I can think about is about football. But you know, it is these are times of year you're trying to kill the days, spend time with family, and you know, make up what you need to. Just as you're going to disappear for about six months.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so we've talked about this before because you've been on the show before. But listen, we get new listeners all the time, new YouTube viewers, and maybe they forget from a year ago, because you were on about a year ago talking NFL win totals. So just give them your background, Simon, and what you're doing now professionally, because I know it's not just media. You also are part of the syndicate, so just give them the rundown.
1: Yeah, I started betting on the syndicate about – I might be like you, buddy. I think 10 years come pretty fast, but this will be – I'll be entering my 10th season betting professionally – so I started off as a runner for two years, worked my way up to be one of the lead guys in the group I work for, betting NFL. And that's what I specialize in. So there might be, man, we we bought a couple other syndicates over the last three years. There might be about a hundred guys I work with now, but luckily I'm still the only one that does NFL for my group. So it's a, it's a high pressure job, Ross, as sure. As a lot of people understand what they're willing to work, but I love it. And um, yeah, I, pretty much ventured into media. I mean, I think they legalized it in 2018, New Jersey, and I moved back here um, right around then from Las Vegas and basically, you know, started doing shows with Chad Millman, uh, who works for the Action Network. And we started, like, he had a show called The Favorites. I joined him, and I would do maybe like a 15-minute hit, just giving out picks. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of turned on, I would say, really crazy how big Everything's gotten in the media with sports betting since more states have come online. I'm sure you've experienced it, Ross. So I kind of went from this shady backroom guy uh, as a sports better to, you know, Ross can see me now. I'm clean shaved. I do media hits. Um, I try not to curse as much on Twitter at people. I'm, I'm slowly getting better at it, but I'm still at my core. I'm always looking for the edge. I'm a sports better at my heart. So for me... And it never, never, doesn't matter how big I'll get in media. I always want to be sports betting and working for a syndicate. So it's been cool experiencing both worlds. So I've got so many questions just based
0: on you saying that right there. So, cause these are things I don't know that much about. Yeah. So how does one betting syndicate buy other betting syndicates and what's the value in doing so? Like how do we buy guys out? Yeah, like I, I guess how does a syndicate buy other syndicates?
1: Uh, either they want to step down, like the guys who are running it, they you know, they they're just like, oh, you know Oh, okay. They, so it's the guys who are running it don't want to be the ones placing the bets the anymore. Yeah, there's just so much drama. So they're basically selling you their their clients. Their clients and the guys who work under them, which is like you want to, like if I have say five guys on my team that does NFL It's the best. Like, I'm all about adding more smart guys who are established because there's just not that there's so many frauds out there, but it's really hard to be consistent, especially in NFL. And when I get a bunch of different guys telling me different information, it's the best because I don't know all the answers. I'll tell you right now, like, I am constantly learning. That's learning. That's been a huge advantage to me as a sports better. It's like every year I adapt to the league, and COVID really magnified that. I mean, we had a whole season of no fans that was a major adjustment. That was a big learning thing for me where I took me a little bit to catch up to it. So, yeah, the, the, betting, the buying of syndicates actually is pretty rare. But it does happen because guys just want to move on in life. You know, like the guy I work under, Bob, I mean, he might be 73 now. It's like how much longer is he going to be, still be doing this? But he's addicted. He loves – he doesn't even care about the money. He just loves the rush. So he's one of those guys where I can't sell him selling sell our group.
0: So – um so let's talk about the syndicate for a second. So there's a hundred people you work with, which means
1: a hundred people that that buy in, that put their money in. No, there's there's about a hundred other guys that do what I do, which is we we make bets, we have clients, and like we pull money together. Like I just hit really big on the NBA finals. I don't know as much. I watch basketball, but I watch the Sixers. That's as far as my NBA knowledge goes because I work in this group where, like, okay, the guy I work with. He gave out the Warriors early on. Like, I'm in that email. Like, again, it's funny that we still do an AOL email, but that's where the group is done. And he'll just keep sending out different tiers. So he'll say, okay, tonight Golden State, their bet's a tier one. That's like, you, you want to bet pretty heavy on that. Other nights, like one night he was on Boston, he was like, or the under. It was a tier three play. It was a lower play. So that's how I'm, like, I give out those picks on my own show because I don't know stuff. Like, I don't know the NBA like that, but I know this guy, he's like me. He's putting 80-hour work into that stuff. So no, it's a hundred guys who, you know, we have a, I have a woman. I literally just had lunch with this over this weekend. She's a, she's a house mom. She's a mom with three kids. She's our cricket expert. Like this woman, you would never know. She looks like a hippie with her glasses. So yeah, man, it's, it's all like people wouldn't even know you're, she's your next door neighbor. You have no idea. This woman deals with hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: All right. So I guess my question is, let's say I want to, um, be part of the syndicate, not from a knowledge standpoint, but from a money standpoint. Like,
1: I want to put money in. Like you want How to be does a that client. part of it work? So it'd be, like, they would vest you. Like, you would have to give your social, your driver's license, and things like that. And, you know, they'd probably do a nice little background check on you, see if you're working for other groups or see what you're up to. And then you'd pretty much put on a waiting list. And once you're approved, they would add you to, you know, if you wanted to work on – if you wanted to get my plays – they would add you to the list if someone wanted to drop out. But I haven't lost a client in five years, and I just doubled the price, and they all read up. So it's kind of like – I think it's one of those things, once you get in, you don't want to leave it. And, you know, it is. I mean, over COVID, all these guys who bet under me, like bet my plays, all these guys' value and how much money they have went up tensfold. I mean, these rich people got way richer over COVID. So that's why I upped my price because it was like, you know – um, there's, a, there's a recession. Not not everyone's going through a recession, but everyone kind of is, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's like, I took a risk, I wanted more money. And by the weekend, every person signed up for the upcoming 2022 season. So I'm in a good spot with that.
0: So do they only do NFL or do they have to do everything or they can
1: pick and choose their sports? Pick and choose. So like, I only take on a hundred people. I wish I took on more, but they're a little old school. They don't want me to have a bigger list. Again, that's something I bitch about constantly cuz I want more money like anyone else. But I get it. These guys are old school. There's a way it's done, so they they keep the the clientele small and secure and there's a value to that, but yeah, I would say the most you can have is 100 per per sport and football is e- easily our biggest sport. NFL, college, those are the two biggest ones. Internationally, Cricket, soccer, NBA, those are probably the biggest ones. But for here in America, it, it definitely goes NFL, college football, and then baseball is our biggest charge for like selecting picks.
0: So one of the things you said earlier, you said it's a, it's a high-pressure job. Yeah. Talk about that. Talk about that. You, there's 100 people you work with.
1: You're the only one who bets NFL? Well, I got guys under me that they bet it, but they're not. The, they don't put out the list like they don't put out the plays. When it all comes down to, I'm the one that dictates what we're playing that week. Again, I go through all this stuff with these guys. I'm not. There's certain weeks where yeah, I'll take senior role. i will be like, no, nah. like we're taking this dog here because I hate betting favorites. But if a guy gives me enough reasons, I'll take a favorite. There's just always such value in the dog and taking the money line and underdog. So for me, the stress of it's the losing streaks. Everyone's gonna lose. Like. As a pro, I'm used to that. I know that. But I feel like the thing, what I'm so great at is it's never more than two weeks. And especially during NFL season, I've never had back-to-back, like, really bad losing weeks. But it does happen. and Like, I've had losing months. I mean, last year I had a really bad October, which was very rare for me. But luckily, November, December, the playoffs were incredible for me. So that stuff's like, that's what it's all about. But when you're in the thick of it, like you're in the middle of this football season and you're losing – and it's cold here in New Jersey, man, the air smells terrible. The food tastes awful. Your life is just terrible. But then once I start winning again, it kind of brings it back. But I think that's, you need to be that kind of way to make it in this business. You kind of, you can't be like, oh, it's all good. I'll get it back. No, you need to kind of suffer and be like, instead of putting 80 hours in this week, I'm putting 85, putting 90 hours in, just not sleeping, trying to get this locked down. So for me, it's um, again, the money's awesome. But it's definitely about the feeling of being right on a Tuesday for a game on a Sunday is the coolest feeling in the world. Like sometimes lines will open and I'll know literally on a Monday, like that's a trap. The whole public's going to be betting this one side and I will all week will be betting consistently the other number. And I'll just keep getting good value. And the sports books will never know it's me because I'm such a small, such little bets at a time. They won't know that I'm taking advantage of them. So that, that to me is why I love doing what I do. I love Athletic
0: Greens, Simon. When you're in one of those bad moments, the air doesn't f- taste good or whatever. Yeah, get some get some Athletic Greens. 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Simon, you don't look no offense you don't look like a guy that eats a lot of vegetables, and I don't mean that from your physique. I just don't picture you eating a lot of vegetables. I don't either. I mean, I try. But so what I do now is I drink my vegetables with Athletic Greens, less than $3 a day, very good for gut health, which is necessary if you drink as many beers as I do. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com money. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash money to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, so let's talk, Tariq. Okay, I got one more question, though. So how do you, how do they let you do media? And why do they let you do media like this? And, like, talk about the plays that you like. Is there a negative there, or I guess... They've all already made those plays by the
1: time you say them somewhere. Definitely that. They already made the plays. And this isn't my real name, which is another reason I'm allowed to get away and do this. But the biggest thing is I pay for all of it. Like, I, I, what, last year, that Mac Jones going fifth overall and Trey going third, I got some really good info about that draft thing. And the guy told me straight up, if you, if you give this out on your show, you got to give me 10% of whatever you win. On that. Again, I'm already paying a big and a juice every time I make a bet. So I don't do it often, honestly. Like during the season, I'll give out big plays. Those are my own personal plays. But if I get a tip of this other group, really liked um, what well, was a really big one for me? Oh, the final week of the year, I had a group that loved the Jaguars. I think they might have been catching eight at home against the Colts. I gave that on the show. I had to pay a big fee on that. So that's one of those where it's like, there's an agreement with these groups. And if I'm going to give out their stuff, of course, I'll always pay it back just because I think any gambler knows it's, it's kind of a karma based business. Like you need good karma to make it in this business and you need to build good relationships. So I, I have never gotten out of play where I didn't pay that person for that information or paid back, you know, the people that helped me out in other ways. Again, it's, we. there's so much to get into. Obviously you don't have time for it, but a lot of my pay is in memorabilia. Like if I kill it in a bet, Instead of tipping me cash, a guy will tip me in a Tom Brady rookie card. So a lot of stuff like that too. Some people want certain things. You can do a lot of trading of goods for picks. So there's a lot that does go into it. But I always I always balance out whatever I owe to someone if I give out a play.
0: Interesting. All right. So some what are some of the here we are you know early mid July. What are some of the season win totals that you're kind of liking right now?
1: So we can go. We can, we already kind of talked about it. I. I'm going to be one of the few people all year that's going to be pounding this team, but I love the Jaguars coming into this season. I'm I'm looking at a team that they're arguably going from the worst coaching hire in football to Doug Peterson, who I think is a brilliant coach. A man that knows how to coach up young talent and knows how to run a really good offense. So I'm getting a Jaguars team that people do not like. They've been considered an embarrassment. People made fun of them all last year. I love when teams are hated on and made fun of for what they did the following year. People don't take a step back and think, oh, my God, this is a new year with Trevor Lawrence was compared to Andrew Luck, John Elway. This was a can't-miss prospect. I've watched his tape. The kid has all the tools. His his worst attribute is that .2 second of elongated him throwing the ball. He does have this weird little windup he does when he throws a ball. Not the end of the world. Like, for a guy like him, with his athletic ability, I do think Doug Peterson would take this team to another level. So right now on DraftKings, they're sitting at 6, uh, over 6, minus uh, 120. That's a really, really, really good number in a 17-game schedule where I'm looking at a team that's going to be last-place schedule. So they're going to play every team that came in last place in the division last year. And we already know that in this division, Tennessee's going to take a step back. We can we can talk about the Colts. Who knows really about the Colts with Matt Ryan and Houston? It's like kind of a division that... There isn't just a really dominant team in this division. So if you're looking at a low win total on a team that could take a major step up, it's the Jaguars, a team that's improved on defense and improved on offense, and they're sitting at a low total of six. You know what, dude? I agree with you. I agree. With you. <laughs> Urban
0: Meyer, seriously, Urban Meyer was a disaster last year. That team had no shot. Trevor Lawrence, I believe, will be much better year two. I like what I'm hearing about ETN. Coming yeah. out of the OTAs and the spring, they've significantly upgraded their roster at a number of places, Christian Kirk and Trayvon Walker and whatever, they get ETN. But they they have an adult in the room now. Like They have Doug Peterson, who I don't know why people don't give him more love. He beat Bill Belichick and Tom Brady with Nick Foles. He won the Super Bowl after his MVP candidate quarterback got hurt. Then the next year, he got to the divisional round again and and was a dropped Alshon-Jeffrey pass away from the conference championship again with Nick Foles again. And then the next year, uh, that was my first year doing the preseason games, they had nobody at the end of the year. Nobody. And they won four in a row to win the division. Uh, I'm surprised with one bad year that people don't like Doug as much as I think they should or that he wasn't as highly sought after. As I think he should have been. And you make a really good point about the division because the Texans aren't great. Uh, we'll see about the Colts. I mean, they have Matt Pryor starting at left tackle. I've seen that movie before. That would scare the crap out of me if I was a Colts fan. And then the Titans are taking a step back. I don't care. Anybody says Titans are taking a step back. So all that means to me is not that the Jags are going to win the division necessarily, but they could win all six of those division games. Meaning, they're not going to win all six, but like all six of them are winnable games in my mind.
1: Literally, like this other pro, we talked about it literally in February because we were just joking about this. So you're telling me the Jags just need to go three and three in their division, and then win three more games against like a last-place schedule? Yeah, I'm going to make that bet. And so I bet this multiple times all summer. It's one of my favorite bets right now.
0: What about as we look at uh, another team that you
1: like. So for unders, um, I just want to give it an over started off because I know people hate unders, but unders have great value in the sense that if all you do is bet unders in these preseason bets, you're going to make money. It's just the way it is. Like the books know what they're doing; they know people love over. So don't worry, dude. Fezzik talks about that all the time. Good all man. Good good man. So you have to take this under in the sense that the books know what they're doing. Like this, the biggest sports books right now in America is, again, I love Vegas. It's New York. New York is the king of sports books right now. The amount of money that's bet monthly in their state is insane. So guess what we're going to get? Great value on fading New York teams. Let's start right here with the Jets. Jets were at six for a win total. I see DraftKings has moved them down to five and a half. Still at plus 135, under five and a half. I have this team at four wins for this season. Love this to fade the Jets. The Jets have the number two hardest schedule in all football. They're in when power rated one of the hardest divisions of all of football. Again, the Bills have improved since last year. Miami's improved since last year. And New England's gonna do what New England does. They're gonna be better with Mac going into his second year. I just I like what the Jets are building in the draft, but you want to fade a team that won the draft, right? A team that knocked out every pick in their first round. They got three first round picks that were great first first picks that doesn't really matter in football. Football is so – you kind of need the grown men. Like, I'm all about rookie drafts, but it's a great prospect for future teams. So, yeah, I'll be on this Jets team in the future, but there's between their schedule and the talent on this roster and me not really fully believing yet in Zach Wilson, who's an undersized guy who didn't last all last season, right? He couldn't last taking the hits last season. So, this to me is an easy bet taking it under in such a tough, tough division that I just don't see the Jets making the improvements right away.
0: Um, that's an interesting one. Cause that is one that people, I think it might've gotten up to six at one point. People were really after the draft, they were really feeling the jets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. And that again, that's where my value comes from. It's like when I talk to a guy at a sports book here in Philadelphia, and he's telling me that almost 98% of the bets and 90% of the money is coming on the over of the jets win total. That that's music to my ears. That's why I want to take that under. So Unfortunately, other pros have already betted down, like you said, from six, but five and a half, that's still great value at a plus number. Give me another one. So we'll go back to an over. Um, People are going to quickly learn if they listen to my show, The Favorites, I'm a huge Lions guy. I'm all in on the Lions this coming season. The Lions will become one of the nerd's favorite teams. Like Any nerd you're going to talk to that does this stuff for a living they're going to be oh, I put it into my computer system to spit me back out the lines. That's what we want. Like we want the Nerds to be on this team. And now you look at their schedule, it comes even more where it's like, okay, they got an easy schedule. And you break down the draft they've had the last couple of years. They've built on the offensive line, they've built on the defensive line. That's that's one of the biggest things I look for is a built defensive line, built offensive line. Again, we're going to talk about the Eagles coming up. That's why I love the Eagles this year. It's like the most important thing that people overlook because it's not sexy is the D-line, O-line. So this Lions team, to me, is one of the best O-lines put on the field. Um, I-, I love everything they've done with this team. And I'm looking at that division, and I see the Bears being one of the worst teams on football. I see Green Bay taking a step back. Now they're kind of, you know, they're going to be on the downslope here. Rogers coming off two MVP runs. They've had incredible, incredible run in this division, Green Bay. But it can't keep going like this. Like eventually a team like Detroit's going to catch up to them. Things will break right for them. So the fact that I'm looking at a team on paper that has a really, really standout team. And again, the only deficiency is golf. We've seen golf take a team to Super Bowl. Yeah, we can say that was more about the Rams. But I saw golf had big moments last year. And now we're taking the factor of they had three games last year that they lost on the final second, the final play. I mean, people remember those back-to-back weeks of the field goals that they lost on. That's just mathematically, we're going to catch a couple wins this year. So, right now on DraftKings, they have it at six and a half, and it's actually juiced up now. People have been betting the over for this Lions team. I love the Lions over. I've actually bet them Super Bowl, and I bet them the list division at nine to one. So, to me, this Lions team, I see a big step this year where people aren't really ready for it. But midway season, be like, hey, look at that. Lions are four and two. So, I love this Lions team coming to the season.
0: It's funny because Drew Dinsick said the same thing last week. So now we got two guys back-to-back that love the Lions. I love the Express. I love the denim you can get there. Here's the thing, though. I just had to do another speaking engagement, and I had to wear a suit. It's not cool to wear those heavy suits when it's hot out. Beat the heat in lightweight linen and breathable cotton fabrics from Express. All you need to do is to find something for every destination at Express online or in store. All right, Simon, one more. Give me one more.
1: You want to I go mean, with the birds? Well, so, wait, by the way, you're a Bears well fan, team, right? Right? You're a
0: Bears fan.
1: I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Eagles fan. I, this The helmet behind me is signed by Nick Foles. That's the reason I got it here. Oh, got, greatest, got it, got it, got it. Okay. signed by Nick Foles, so I, I love Nick. Um Eagles are a great bet, honestly. They're they've been juiced up. That's the only reason I'm hesitant to give them out as one of my favorites, but I still love the value because at some books it's under ten, and I'm looking at DraftKings right now. in New Jersey, it's nine and a half for their win total. So it, it's a season where the Eagles are coming to a season where the arguably the best offensive line, according uh, corner pro football focus, and graded out as the second best defensive line, right behind Pittsburgh. So no excuses. They've added the cornerbacks. They've added the wide receivers. We know Hertz has updated his throwing uh, throwing stance, how he's getting the ball out, his release. This is everything. I I really do believe Hurts has that drive in him. This kid's overcome, always kind of being doubted on, always being told he's too small. I mean, heck, he got replaced after winning a national championship for Alabama, and he didn't let that stop him. He transferred to Oklahoma and got himself drafted by the Eagles. So I I love the moxie and built of this Eagles team. And we know historically the NFC East – They don't have repeat champions. I mean, it's been 20 years since the team's won back-to-back in this division. So uh, I like this Eagles to take a big step this year. And they have right behind lines. They have the third easiest schedule projected this season. So it's just a really nice break for this Eagles team where they do have hard games, but almost all these hard games are at home. And we know that advantage of that home field advantage. So uh, I do really like this Eagles team to take a big step this year with Hurts having the second full year as a starter.
0: We get an advantage every time we get Simon Hunter on the show. Check him out at Simon Hunter NFL. Great stuff, Simon. Really enjoyed it. Obviously, if you follow him on social, you can see some of his other plays. You can see when he's doing other media appearances. Love the breakdown of the syndicate life. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming on the show again, Simon.
1: Thanks again, Ross. Hopefully next time
0: Steve's here. Yes, Steve will be here next week. Really looking forward to it. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, com, or wherever podcasts can be found.